Hey, hello everybody. Welcome to Synchronize. I almost said it was Tuesday and that's my bad. But it's not Tuesday, it's Wednesday. Yeah, I know, it's Wednesday now. Well, it it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Right, now it's Wednesday. And Wednesday is Synchronize. And welcome to Synchronize. And we have uh, Professor Olaf. You, did you? You didn't bring the lab coat. No the lab glasses. coat. No glasses. No cosplay. I know. I failed you all. I'm sorry. I still need to buy the lab coat. Really. <laughs> all right. This day's wasted. All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, I still need. I still need to at least get like an art piece done, like an avatar of myself with the lab coat and the whole uh, thing. I've already yeah, talked it over yeah. with one of my buddies, like like kind designing it. Kind of like the the, the angel lab coat. Photoshop, kind of, yeah. Like yeah, literally, yeah. what we're looking at doing is like Professor Oak from the beginning of Pokemon. <laughs> Jesus. Except it's all just like random KOF so merch is it instead of Pokemon. Professor Oakloff, is that sure, what? Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, you know that. I mean, I Professor have... Professor Oak looks like he could be like Genitz's like simple cousin. Mm, yeah. they, they, they could be related. Uh, so anyways, uh, I'm sure you've seen enough on Twitter how much I've been ranting and talking, and if you tuned in last week, I brought it up. It's finally here, the Gennett's presentation. This is going to be a lot of me talking about Gennett's, his history, why he's cool, why he is my favorite, and I'm choosing my words very carefully, my favorite villain from KOF. Ah, okay. I have to choose the words very carefully there. So, choosing the words very carefully there, because I'm, I probably still like Geese Howard more, but he's not a villain from KOF, he's a villain from Fatal Fury. Um, and, like, Adelheid is way up there, but he's not a villain. So, villain from KOF. Gennett's is pretty much my favorite. Uh, he's just fucking awesome. And, uh, more to a point is, I think he is arguably the single most important influential character in the entire canon. So, that's kind of why we're here. We're gonna do this, and we're going to... We're going to answer some questions, and we're going to narrow down a major question, and we'll get there. Okay. So I have this whole slideshow, this whole presentation. <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun. And I will just be chilling here. And, uh, no, 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 no. And that's, so that's the out. thing. You, much like the viewers at home, can feel free to poke in, ask questions, uh, talk about it because I'm I'm honestly like I think I've got probably an hour of talking if I'm just by myself doing it. Okay. So if people want to stop, ask questions, clarity, whatever, or if we get on a little bit of a sidebar on a slide, totally fine. Okay. I have I have mentally allotted for that. This is this is a this is a presentation, but it's not like a speech. We're good. Every time I think I have like something that's gonna last an hour, it ends up lasting like. Two and a half hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that, that's the thing. Like, that's that's why if I was just alone talking, mm-hmm. I think I could do it in an hour, maybe less than an hour. But I'm opening the floor for people to be like, "Hey, what about?" or "What is that?" or some stuff like that. Right. You know. Okay. Fair, um, fair, fair. So if you can do me two favors, one, bring up the presentation, and two, if you could put the chat on this screen so I can see them, because yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. having a hard time reading what? some of that over there. It besides the, the go nuts parodies. Yeah, it was already over there. Yeah. So I just didn't have a chance. Okay. So then, you need this. Perfect. Right? All right, and then uh, all you have to do is bring it up. Yeah, I can do and that with the mouse. Then put the click the mouse over there so that left right works. <laughs> Thanks, Cone. <laughs> hey, 
right. Like I said, Kitty did it last time. So Dude, you know. I can't believe she like gave you the segue. Yeah, I know. And 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 she did it so genuinely, wholeheartedly <laughs> too. So yeah. I mean Obari gushing, etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so Gennets. Or Gennets. The man, the myth, the legend. The bastard. <laughs> so this is this is a whole presentation, which means we are gonna do the whole who, what, where, when, why, how. Jesus, okay. We're doing okay. it. All We're right, going all right, all Now, right, the thing right. is that three of those are kind of lumped all into one, because how do you say who and what about a person? So, who is Gennitz? What is his deal? Where did he come from? <laughs> it sounds like, God, you remember that, um... Nick News, W5. Who was it? It was, uh... It was uh, the the vice presidential candidate, I think, for Ross Perot, who started his vice presidential speeches with, who am I? What am I doing here? You know? (laughs) Barry Burton. What is this? Uh, All right. So, quick uh, quick little, like, elevator pitch on kind of who he is. He's extremely powerful. As in, he is literally one of the most powerful characters in KOF lore. Okay. Like, he okay. is a bad motherfucker. Right. He is super smart. He has a very calm demeanor. Like, you don't see him get enraged. Like, he's, just, like, bleeding to death. He's like, oh, this is nice. Okay. Mm. Like, he just talks calmly and peacefully with almost everyone. He is zealous. He is a religious fanatic for Orochi. He believes wholeheartedly in everything he does, which can make him very scary you know mm-hmm. someone who deeply believes in what they're saying is much harder to talk down <laughs> and more than anything he's a schemer he will do things years in advance to put things into motion okay. he works behind the scenes we see this even in the kof 15 ending for a Rochi team where he just shows up at the end casually and they're like where have you been he's like i've had some stuff to take care of don't mind <laughs> He's a schemer. Right. <laughs> now, I mean, do, would you say he's kind of like, you know, uh, the archetype of just, like, being the completely, like, unflawed villain, you know, kind of thing? Like, he's almost kind of like that perfect villain as opposed to being one of those villains that has, like, clear... I mean, that's that's a perspective thing, really. Okay. Like, to me, he is kind of the perfect villain. Right. Like... Because I, I love the villains that have the, you can kind of see where they're coming from or why they are the way they right. are. Mm-hmm. And to some people, that's kind of a flaw. So it depends on who you ask, whatever. Right, right. Um, uh, uh-huh. But he's also a badass, but he can also be a little arrogant. Okay. okay. And his, his arrogance is probably like his biggest like legitimate flaw. Right, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, the dirty scheming Gennets. Um, so... Kind of know, like, you know, what Gennett's is. First and foremost, he is a member of the Hakishu. Now, I'm going to ask a couple of questions here, and if they're later on in your presentation, feel free to stop me. Again, are you going to talk about which games he's in? Of course. And, uh, yeah, okay, okay. Of I, just wanted, I, I just wanted to make sure I knew what his history there is. Like <laughs> hey, Laban. <laughs> 98. All right, so Gennett's is a member of the Hakishu, which means the eight heads of Orochi. Which, you know, as you know, Orochi is the eight-headed snake, so each of these characters represent one of the eight heads. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like kind of a whole play on words thing. And he is the top dog. Mm -hmm, The ones on the the right there are the heavenly kings. There are four of them. So the ones on the left are, you know, 
kind of the normies of the Hakushu comparatively, which means they're still horrifically badass, but maybe not quite as badass. <laughs> and he's top dog. He's king shit. These are all their names. And if you'll notice, two of them, as a little fun trivia fact, two of them actually have a first and last name. None of the others do. <laughs> Emphasis on none of the others do. Okay. Because right. this... Uh, no. No. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Anyways, so... <laughs> Wait, go, go, are you going to talk about the other guys? Not neat. I mean... They're not part of the presentation. This is again its presentation. Who's Gaidel again? Leona's father. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The one that we've never seen. Again, it's kills, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. More, more, less he kills, but that's a whole other thing. Okay. okay. He puts things in motion where he dies. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, okay. But this is the closest thing to art Gaidel has. Right. A fucking okay. silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair. Fair. So no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Air got hit with ads? That's no good. Nah. So, Gennett's debuted as the final boss of KOF 96. Mm-hmm. You get through KOF 96, you fight Shizuru, and then he's like, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> Having a good time. But canonically speaking, he appeared much, much earlier. But most recently, he appeared between 95 and 96, where he beat Kyo's ass so bad... He stopped being a normal Shoto. <laughs> Does he actually say come at me, bro? Oh, no. oh okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, he changed the man's whole move list. Changed him from a traditional Shoto to a Rekka character. But then, you know, KOF 96 happens, and then he dies as most KOF bosses do. Because it's a KOF boss. Whoops. Right. But all of this set into motion the events of KOF 97, and, you know, we all kind of know where that goes. Right. Okay. Do, do, okay. Uh, the CYS shows up. Chris then becomes the crazy and turns into Orochi and then is defeated by... The sacred treasures. The sacred treasures. Right. Okay. And then shortly thereafter, Kyo is kidnapped by nests and tortured and cloned and uh, bad times ensue. When does Chizuru get the mirror ripped out of her? Oh, three. Oh, three. Okay. Got it. It's okay. okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> why is Gamora? <laughs> <laughs> so, why Gannets? Why do mm-hmm. I fucking love Gannets? Why do I think he's so important? Well, this brings me to one of my favorite slides in the whole presentation. Okay. Everything is Gannett's fault. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you missed was basically the abridged version of 96's story. Mm-hmm. So, and what do I mean by this? Literally, canonically speaking, Gannett's and the events that he puts into place are among the earliest in KOF canon. Besides stuff like Orochi and, like, Yori getting cursed because his bloodline 600 right, years ago. Right. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. after that, the next thing that happens is Genet starts fucking up everything for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And here's a handy-dandy chart <laughs> to show you literally how much he is just directly involved with. Just directly. Okay, okay. So, way back, he... He's the reason why Rugal gets his eye ripped out and gets more Orochi superpowers and deals with Vice and Mature. Right, he was the one who literally ripped the eye out, right? Mm -hmm. That's him. 
And which, in doing so, leads to Rugal being a super-powered asshole and murdering Hydern's family. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who rips Hydern's eye out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Again, it's also went to Gaidel's village, said, hey, I'm getting the gang back together. And Gaidel's like, I'm a pacifist now. I'm done. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> Triggers the riot of blood in Leona. Leona uh-huh. murders her entire village, including Gaidel, which then leads to Hydern adopting her. Right. As we've covered, Genet's whooped Kyo's ass so bad he became a Rekka character. <laughs> as well as murdering Shizuru's sister. Mm-hmm. Which then puts Shizuru into hiding, who then she becomes a whole conglomerate, and then becomes the Sacred Treasures team, and y'all know where that goes. Right. Mm-hmm. Plus, he puts into the motion the rest of the events for the rest of the Heavenly Kings in 97, leading to the resurrection of Orochi. Which, of course, then puts into motion more shit! <laughs> So, direct direct involvement, this is literally everything is his fault. Right. Uh-huh. Directly. And then things spiral out of control from there, because Orochi Saga is then the catalyst for everything else right, that right. ever Right, right. Because even when we get to the Nest Saga and the Ash Saga, it's all still Orochi related. Still kind of piggybacking off Orochi yeah. in one way or another. Like, mm-hmm. again, like the so the events of 99 and the Nest Saga are, Kyo was beat up from the whole ending of 97 they were like hey free cool mine now that's right. my dna um okay, okay and everything else is piggybacking off orochi right like right. directly so yeah yeah i mean how much direct relationship is there between orochi and you know the whole ash storyline with psyche and everything like that so short answer is the bad guys in the ash saga are like the euro trash equivalent of the hockey shoe <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I love him to death, but like seriously. Um, and the entire point of that plot is them trying to awaken Orochi and steal its power uh-huh. to then have their plan put into motion because free energy. Right, okay, okay. Meanwhile, Ash is sitting there collecting the sacred treasures, which we then find out is to fight them, ba- fight back against them. Oh, okay, okay. But most of the time he's actually being like, he looks like a fucking villain because right. he's ripping yeah, superpowers yeah. out of uh-huh, people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you find out he was actually doing it to stop them. Sorry to completely sidetrack this, but if Ash is trying to stop them, why is he hurting like Chizuru and stuff? Because he's doing it he's doing it to gather power uh-huh. and he's doing it to kind of go behind the scenes because they think he's on their side. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Psyche is like, hey Ash, how are you, my ancestor? Let's hang out. He's like, okay, this is not going to go well. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. So okay. so he does villainous things so that the villains are like, oh, you are one of us. Okay, Like, okay. he's literally a self-imposed double agent. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. So that's how that all works. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. So now here's where shit gets real complicated because <laughs> I'm going to talk about everyone's favorite word. Canon. And I'm not talking about the KOF canon. We're going to talk about canon and what it is so that we can set the stage for the rest of the shit. Jesus Christ, okay. All right, so, canon. Jesus Christ, okay. The the term canon, from a Hebrew-Greek word meaning cane or measuring rod, passed into Christian usage to mean norm or rule of faith. The Church Fathers of the 4th century CE first employed it in reference to the definitive, authoritative nature of the body of the sacred scripture. One, general law, rule, principle, or criterion which one is judged, the appointed or the appointment violating the canons of fair play and equal opportunity, a church decree or law, 
or a collection of sacred books accepted as genuine formation of biblical canon. The works of a particular author or artist that are recognized as genuine, such as the Shakespeare canon. Okay. So this matters because basically canon in before now was mostly referring to the word of the church, which therefore is supposed to be taken as the word of God. Uh-huh. And yes, there are canonical and non-canonical books of the Bible. Okay. This is a like major thing. Uh-huh. So like... If you ever get really curious, there's the books called the Gnostic Texts, which the Vatican like totally just says, no, they're non-canon and they're not real, but we want them so that you can never read them. Like the book of Judas. Like, okay. this is all thing. But the books in, like, the King James, those are the canon books. This is a literal thing. Okay. And so okay. basically, as time has gone on, we've adopted it for non-religious uses, like... This is the things that have really happened in the plot. Right. Uh-huh. And obviously the, the number one place that this is really used is in, like, comics. And Fandom. Stuff. Fandom. Fandom. Because, I mean, like, oh, is this officially canon? Like, obviously the MCU is its own canon. The yeah. comics are its own canon. And that's how... That's Which why is they, when we start getting cross-eyed with alternate universes. Right. And shit that's like why that. they create the alternate universe. So they could all be canon in one existence, basically. Right? So... Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Cone. The Catholic Bible contains seven books that are not included in the Protestant Bible. These special books of the Bible, Sirach, Wisdom, Tobit, 1 Maccabees, Judith, Additions to Daniel, and Esther. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a, that's a copy pasta. That's amusing. Se- that same person put the same copy pasta uh, in, in one of the other uh, streams that I did. So I don't know... All right, I guess I'll just ban this person then, so, because... It's at least amusing. <laughs> Especially, like, over talking about the Bible and one of the first words in that post is right. really fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, when you take this, this means that the things that truly have officially happened in the plot, the things that characters really are, really do, etc., that is the canon. Oh. And anything that is not canon... It starts getting tricky. Right. Of course. Of course. Of course. Most notably because of... I'm... You clicked around, so I need yep. my page back. Yep, Thank you. you. This. Right. Uh, Official, authorized, licensed, does not necessarily mean canon. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times this becomes a problem. Right. Uh, I'm going to show you some of my favorite examples just to, to clearly illustrate this. All right. So we've got canon on the left. Yep, Riot of Blood, Iori loses his goddamn mind, kills Vice and Mature. Mm-hmm. We know this to be true. Can I get the mouse back on the thing, too? Oh, no, no, no. I, you don't need the mouse back there. It's still working. Sweet. All right, cool. Oh. Now we get the middle one, which is the one of the hardest ones. <laughs> the translation complication. Yes. Uh-huh. Where the English version of KOF 99 and the Japanese version of the same exact ending are quite different Mm. and we all know a lot of places where this problem pops up and don't 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 interject because we'll get there (laughs) well i do i do want (laughs) i do want to mention what cone says you know a great example of canon and not canon is the star wars novels being decanonized yeah because they were canon yes and then they got decanonized so yeah yeah uh And, I mean, 99 is not the only example of this problem, mind you. And, I mean, even then, like, you still have to debate, does Terry still call people a Dwebenheimer? You know? (laughs) Does that count? It's in the uh game! uh uh Translation uh shit really complicates matters. Yeah. But then there's, you know, 
licensed official media that everyone knows and loves that does not fucking count, but people are still convinced that Terry's girlfriends die. <laughs> when none of that's ever happened. Right, uh-huh. because it's only in the Fatal Fury OVAs and the actual anime that they all die, but none of those are canon, Correct. even though they are official, authorized, you know. Yeah, like some of the greatest fucking, you know, adaptations ever made, completely non-canon, but people are still convinced to this day that Lily McGuire was someone in Terry's life, and she died, and he hates everything. Right. Uh, Which led to one of my favorite gags of all time, is that Blue Mary actually has a superpower of being able to date Terry and live. Right, yeah. <laughs> but canon, that's not a power no, she true. needs. Yeah. She doesn't need that power. And also, just to, to illustrate this point, KOF Destiny is the 3D Chinese animated series mm. that came out a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. which, once again... Has Terry dating a girl who dies? <laughs> There's a reason for this. But now, as, as, Terry, a, as Terry's a, ne- <laughs> in, the, in the anime world, Terry's never gonna date anyone ever again, dude. I think he's the, yeah. No, actually, you know what he should do? He should like find all the people that are the villains and date them. <laughs> Win-win. Right. <laughs> now, for uh, for a special treat. Uh, for James and for some of the other uh, fans on here who uh, may appreciate Street Fighter, I'm also going to point out one of my favorites, which is the Street Fighter 2 animated movie does all three of these in the first ten minutes. <laughs> okay. Ryu, Shoryuken, Sagat Scar. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Translation complication. This is Balrog. Clearly right. says M. Bison on the screen. Right, right. Uh-huh. And the name of this little terrorist is Cammy <laughs> White. right. That is not her last name. She does not have a last name. This, as far as I know, is the first appearance of her being given a last name. And to this day, Capcom official pages, games, etc. have never used it. So after this, they've just not, like, in all of the official bios and stuff like that, they've never said Cammy White ever The only exceptions might be the Udon comics, which were originally meant to be canon, and then they got taken away from them. Right. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. The voice actress for Cammy put hashtag Cammy White on like the her talking about it. <laughs> Everyone knows Cammy White, but it's not real. Right. And it's a whole fascinating like spiral of how much a rumor or one thing in official media can right. spiral into everything else that we all know and love. I mean, the crazy thing is like uh, one of the worst ones, for example, is. Uh, I think it's the the, the official. The, the, I'm not the official. The, the Van Damme movie, as well as the because the GI Joe tie-in comes off of the Van Damme movie. Ryu's last name is Hoshi. Yep. In that. And Chun Li Zhang. Yeah, and Chun Li Zhang, and then there's also uh, William F. Guile. Yeah, Colonel William Guile. Yeah. Which was uh, also like part the first thing you hear in the USA animated series from Deke. Uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely wanted to just get into that. <laughs> William Guile. Okay, yeah. Which, okay. I mean, honestly, I'm actually a fan of. I think William Guile is actually completely solid. Yeah. And, I, I, the but the reason we'll never hear it is because the Street Fighter V cutscenes with, like, his higher-ups and stuff, as someone who's been in the military, that man would just look at him and be like, hey, Bill, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Officers call each other by first name. Fun fact. Yeah. The other thing, too, I mean, like, the, um... Uh, uh, shoot. Where was I going with this? Uh, the, 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 the... 
Yeah, so remember before Street Fighter V came out, they came out with all those pictures of, like, they even named the two guys fighting in the title of Street yeah, yeah. Fighter Two and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, the Shadaloo, like, yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. data site. Uh, uh, and so Cammy didn't even have the Cammy is only Cammy on there. I checked and verified for myself last right. night to make sure I wasn't talking out of my ass. Now, now here's Ken the, Masters has his full name right, on there. Right, so here's, here's, that was what I was just about to ask. Ken Masters obviously has the full name. They they've Masters Foundation, yeah, whatever, yeah. blah blah blah. Does anybody else actually have a full name? In the entirety of Street Fighter Canon? Yeah, uh-huh. I mean Mika does. Karen does. Oh, Karen Sakura. Katsuki, right? Sakura Kasagano, right? Yep. What's Mika's last name? Nanakawa. Nanakawa, okay. Edmund Honda. Edmund Honda. Yeah. So Charlie Nash, no! Yeah. Now, I think that's still technically true, but it could be translation complication. Right. But on his profile, they're only showing the Street Fighter V one and only labeling him as Nash. Right. Because so, they called him Nash even in America to d- differentiate him from Alpha Charlie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Dan Hibiki. Yeah. Exactly. They're a Cause, lot. Because Charlie, I mean, he was Nash in, in Japan. And when Alpha came out, he became Charlie. But the funny thing is, what was the original ending in Street Fighter 2 in Jap- Japanese? Because the original ending in Street Fighter 2 was, do you remember me? Do you remember Charlie? And that's why... I have no idea what it is in Japanese. Right. So I'm wondering, in Japanese, did they name him Nash? Or is it because they intended him to be Charlie Nash the whole time? Who knows? I don't but, know. But yeah, strangely, the website does not call him Charlie yeah, Nash. Uh-huh. Just just strangely on that. I mean, yeah. Uh, obviously, like, M. Bison is supposed to be Mike, Mike Bison. Bison. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's a whole yeah, yeah. translation complication. And so now that's why that one comedy sketch that Madge's friend made is a canon to me. Do you remember that one? (laughs) So, like, they showed it at Evo. It was like a comedy sketch of, like, the the story of Balrog. Do you not remember that? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, God. I I was was, was probably in Texas. Okay, I need to show that to you one of these days. (laughs) Basically, one of the best scenes of that one is they kept calling him Mike Bison the whole entire time. And then when he joins Shadowloo, they have a scene where they're all sitting around a poker table. And he's like, I won, haha. And now we have to switch names. So from now on, I'm Balrog. <laughs> You're invited. Like, it was hilarious, yeah, dude. Yeah. Blanca is Jimmy. Yeah, because that's yeah, yeah, like yeah. straight Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Oh, Jury Han. Crimson yeah. Viper's not a real name. No. So, yeah, no Viper is not even her name. Yeah, that's, a, that's um, all a... It's uh, alias. Yeah, it's an alias. Um, but yeah, basically, like, the trick is the... Um, the Street Fighter 2 characters are, there's only like one or two that have names, mm-hmm. but then once we get into Alpha, they really branch out and start right, giving more yeah. and more characters full names. Yeah, and Cammy, of course, her story got completely, because like the ending that she originally had was Bison, you know, going up to Bison, he's like, don't you remember? We were in love. We were used to be lovers, and she's like, no! And, and now that even got retconned to the point where now she's just the clone doll body mm-hmm. thing. and Yeah, which, I mean, the thing is, is that if you also look at her age, it just keeps making Bison creepier and creepier. <laughs> it's like, not only are you creating a clone body for yourself that's a girl... But she is underage, and you just told her you were lovers. Right. Well, like I said, I Bro. That, that lover storyline got completely wiped out. It's like, just really funny thinking yeah, about the hindsight. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So anyways, yeah. talking about all this licensed it's like Loki official. falling in love with Loki. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm not commenting any further on this. So, we obviously have an issue here. Sometimes you get licensed official stuff, uh-huh. and uh, people starting to take... You know, things as canon, then they're not canon, etc., yeah. etc. Which, of course, brings us to manhwa. Mm-hmm. So, 
before I go any further, I do want to point out this little tidbit. Most, if not all, of the KOF manhwa was indeed licensed. Mm. Regardless of the fact that the KOF 96 manhwa has a Tekken team where Devil Jin fights Orochi Yori. Mm-hmm. Now, say that how, again. <laughs> say that again. I was thinking of something else. I was just... Devil Jin from Tekken fights Orochi Iori in the KOF 96 manhwa. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you remember... <laughs> the the manhwas are fucking insane. Yeah, the original Street Fighter comic that came out had them beating up on Fatal Fury guys, too, yeah. And there you have it. <laughs> so I'm going to take you all back on a wonderful tour to a magical place called... The 90s. You wrote it in Jurassic Park font, too, I absolutely dude. did. <laughs> <laughs> now... Before we get there, my curious is like, uh, manhua, manhua is Chinese. That's how Chinese people call comics. Is is that the official term in Japanese or? So it's literally just their, the Chinese equivalent of manga. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically okay. for us to be romanizing it, that's how we shorthand it. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah, that uh-huh. manga. Oh, it's a Japanese one. Manhua. Oh, okay. It's the Chinese one. Yeah. Manhua with a W. Oh, it's the Korean one. Oh, okay. Right, right. <laughs> so I don't know what mum means. I don't know if it means, but hua means draw to draw. So okay. that's, that's, that's what I know. So. I mean, it, it, it works. I'm taking it. Whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. so back in the 90s, and also just to clarify, I definitely chose the Jurassic Park font for being the most iconic 90s thing I could, while also, if you remember the entirety of the 90s, you're a fucking dinosaur. Hi! <laughs> Fair. <laughs> because it was either this or, like, shitty fucking over-the-top fonts, like Saved by the Bell. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I went to Jurassic uh-huh. Park. Okay, okay. Um, Back in the 90s, when us were, you know, we were kicking back on our 56K in the infancy of the internet... And we were trying to be fans of shit that wasn't too big in America. It was really hard. Very, very hard. And you would then find rumors. You would find these websites that would share things. And you would just latch on to whatever you could fucking find. There were fan sites everywhere. There were mediocre scan translations. I don't know if people can really grasp how reductive our information was back before the internet how hard it was to find any information on anything that we wanted you know i mean god damn okay this is getting better okay (laughs) because like even to the point where you know we literally had no idea how other countries played the fighting games and stuff like Daigo was just a rumor. Yeah. That's why yeah, the Daigo until he came out to fight Alex and, and, in well, Alpha right. Two. And, and so it was Alpha Three. Was it three? Okay. Yeah. So it was three. He did all that shit, right? And then that's why the Daigo parry was so crazy because people don't realize that's his first Evo. Nobody. He was a legend, but everyone was like, "Is he really that legend?" And then he did the Daigo parry, and we were like, it's all real. <laughs> it's all real. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah, this is a factor. But then, about the whole conversation of canon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you find something, you have to wonder if it's real or not. I had friends who were literally reading scanlations of Dojin comics and thinking that how characters were presented in those was it's how they really, really were. Yeah. Uh-huh. So when when you find, you know, a really weird doujin where Shingo is so obsessed with Kyo that he ends up killing himself, you start wondering what's wrong with Shingo's head. Not the author! <laughs> but no, one of my buddies was convinced that Shingo was that obsessed with Kyo. That, that Shingo, wait, killed himself? 
Yeah. So like, like he, he basically he understood like okay, Shingo's not dead. I get that, but I mean he's they've got to be basing his personality on something. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, so you really had to like question what you were looking at, or you accepted a lot of things you possibly shouldn't have been accepting. Like the like the Cami White, right? So that or so, I and mean, again, Manhua. So if you see like for example the timeline, right? And then all of a sudden Cami White becomes a you know thing that's official. Is, is that considered a cannon spike? You know, I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> you knew I was going somewhere with uh-huh. that. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was that or if you could do like a Loki variant right. or something. <laughs> um, so, you would see rumors online, especially like late 90s, early 2000s. You'd see a rumor online and you'd take this gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Remember this? Oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Completely wow. missing that this was an April Fool's joke, mind you. I mean, everybody... Because by the time I saw it, it wasn't April 1st anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know how many people in chat have ever seen this before, but this is literally uh, an SRK April Fool's joke that someone photoshopped together. And yeah, they threw in a zero. They used Thor from the uh, assist. Yeah. yeah, the assist and... I think they tried to, like, pretend Dante. Ghost Rider is in there, but they actually, like, use an L Ra- Lord Raptor kind of thing or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, this, um... Yep. This wasn't even an MM Cafe thing. This was an SRK. This was an SRK April Fool's, wasn't it? Nope, it was MM Cafe. Because I found the post of them, like, making it happen. Like, them advertising, like, who they talked to and made it happen. It may have debuted on both simultaneously. Interesting. I thought I thought this was the SRK guys made this. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, because you can actually still find, like, the the uh, archive of their post explaining their jokes and who did them right. up and everything. Okay. Um, so, okay. again, okay. there might be a shared author or right, something. Right, right, right. Okay. Most okay. of this became real, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah. It's true. But I definitely remember this among a bunch of other April Fool's jokes hitting me way harder than they should have because information at the time was sketchy. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to use. That's that's the word we're going to use. Yeah. Which, of course, leads us to the reason I'm sure most of you are here. <laughs> the name. The name. Uh-huh. So before we get to the bullshit, let's talk about facts. Okay, okay. Genitz derives his name from a character from the very influential and currently relatively controversial series, Space Battleship Yamato. (laughs) It is an incredibly influential series that inspired way more than anyone cares to admit, especially in Mecha, also in KOF. Also, apparently, it's implied to have inspired the name even the Hadoken for Street Fighter. Oh, really? Apparently. That's okay. something I heard today. Um, but it's definitely uh, a controversial politically series because of what it is. And, okay, so I'll talk about this. I'm not going to dig too deep into it because I am not an expert mm-hmm, mm-hmm, clarifying mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. But um, it can be assumed that Shinzo Abe was a fan because it is the, it is basically a... Shinzo long, Abe? Yes. Is... The, the politician that was recently assassinated. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. 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 So this series is essentially an allegory of World War II, except that Japan was never allied with the Nazis. Oh, okay. 
okay. So okay. it's kind of like the rewriting history thing. Right, yeah. And so yeah. as it's gotten re-releases and remakes recently, there have been a lot of people like, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> um, but to the point that the villains of the series are all named after fucking Nazis. Right. Very literally. Mm-hmm. And of course, you said the heroes are named. No, after? villains. The villains. villains. Okay, the villains. Okay, okay, okay. The alien villains are very clearly Nazis. Okay. Not the least of which being the the Gatlantian naval commander in chief Genitz, <laughs> who is named after Admiral Karl Denitz. Okay. Okay. By the way, if we're really gonna dig into this, Karl Denitz is one of the most terrifying, like examples of leadership because he was the commander-in-chief admiral when hitler went missing he took over as the de facto leader until the unconditional surrender okay he was that high up the fucking ladder okay okay now so this is all very troubling of course but you know if you're gonna name your character after a nazi you know (laughs) you might as well pick the higher ranking one i guess i don't fucking know now, now, I would think, though, that maybe there's a chance it was hearsay, because I haven't seen the actual hard facts of how he was named after a, a character named after a Nazi. Sure. It was definitely... Yeah, so Gennett was named after this alien who was named after a Nazi. Right. I mean, it could even just be that the KOF guys didn't really know the history. They just liked the show and... Oh, I highly doubt that. <laughs> let's, let's okay, okay, okay. Fair. But, so the thing is, I have seen, like, the, ch- the, the little things of, like, Gannets and KOF is named after this Gannets. And I've only seen them on wikis and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I would take that as hearsay. I could maybe be like, maybe, maybe, until we get to further characters. <laughs> okay. That's not an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Old SMK staff, somebody really liked the series. And it's apparently like a good series and it's super influential, but it's also like... You have to understand some of the significance right. there. Okay, okay. By the way, by the way, uh, on my stream yesterday, some people were talking about JP, and they were saying that, I swear he looks like a fake Rugal, right? And so someone said that he's Frugal, and oh. I was just like, that's great, and I, I appreciate gotta, gotta that. Gotta save the money, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, in case we ever need to make yeah. fake Rugal jokes, right, we can call him Frugal, so there you go. Anyways, yeah. continue. So, um, which of course means also that, hey, we have a picture for Guy Dell now. But, wow, Leona's dad is blue. <laughs> that's where she got the hair. Oh, that's, so there you go. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> can I copy your work? But you have to change it so the teacher won't notice. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, uh, KOF, especially, like, and it's not, it's, it's not even like you can defend any, no, this is literally, these are pivotal characters to the story in early Orochi Saga. Yeah. They're all uh-huh, time, uh-huh. It's clearly there. Yeah. yeah uh-huh, like, uh-huh. It's unavoidable. <laughs> there are, also, eye patch. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right, too. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're... You know, there are coincidences, and then there's this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, you know, Mary's based on Android 18, you know, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. F led to Benny Maru, you know, right, yeah, it's fine. Uh, like, nobody's who, who, hiding it. Right, right. Who was the character that Rose was based off of from Jojo? Lisa Lisa. Lisa Lisa, okay. The same character, basically. Right, right. Yeah. <sighs> Jojo's influenced everything, so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's fine. You know, we have more influences to draw from. Everyone is, every creator is inspired by something else they've seen. Mm-hmm. It's It's unavoidable. But now for the fun part. 
Leopold. Leopold Guinness. Now, I think, what was, was it like a year ago or more that I first brought up that this is a problem? I tried to put out a bounty and yeah, nobody yeah, could answer yeah, yeah. it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There are even wikis out there that say Leopold Gennett's unofficial name, source unknown. Really? Like, they know it's wrong, but they're putting it in there and they're just saying, we don't fucking know. Right. We're, but we're putting it in here just in case it's real. Yeah. <laughs> kind something. of, you know. So let me cover... Let me cover first things first. I have seen, like, posts quoting interviews with staff at SNK that has hard said, no, Leopold is not real. His name is Gennett's end statement. Okay. Okay. So, I can't quote, like, where, what exact interview that was, but this is apparently a thing that's occurred, and it's plenty. We get back to the Cammy White thing. Nobody at SNK is calling him Leopold. Right. Mm -hmm. He's just Gennett's. So how the fuck did this happen? (laughs) So I started my hunt. I started research. Uh This has been a year plus probably in the making. Would you consider this your white whale? We're getting there, yeah. (laughs) We're really getting there. (laughs) So I started my hunt, and I thought about every place I could remember having seen it, everywhere that it would have been publicated in any capacity, which, first things first... Everyone's favorite fighting game resource, if you're looking for images and detail, good old Fighter's Generation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got Fighter's Generation. That mm-hmm. can't be it. And they just called him Le- Leopold without any caveats at all, right? So I reached out to Frank Yagami, the webmaster and owner of Fighter's Generation. I was like, hey, man, let's talk. <laughs> Where did you get it from? Uh-huh. And he's like... I got it from some comic or some sort of formally published issues. I don't know which one, if it was one of the magazines or if it was a manhwa, what it was. So, I mean, is he one of the main people who proliferated this name then? That's possible, but I'm not going to point fingers. Right, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Because it doesn't explain a lot of things, but it would explain some of it. But the thing is, even so, we'd have to figure out where he pulled it from. Right. So I thought back to where anywhere else I could have. And I put out a hunt on Twitter... And someone, thankfully, reminded me of this exact image from the SVC Chaos Manhua, localized, released in America. Mm-hmm. And behold, Leopold Genitz. And so this is what, uh, uh, on a, is this an authorized Chinese Manhua? Or Thank is you. This, or yeah, is this, this is the officially published English release. Right, of the Manhua. Manhua, yes. but is the Manhua... Also, licensed. A, a licensed, yes. official licensed. Yep. Okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yep. SMK Neo Geo logo is all over the fucking place. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Which, I mean, it still doesn't solve how it got into here. Because, fun fact, I actually found the Chinese release. Uh-huh. Doesn't say Leopold. <laughs> right, it was yeah. added to the English one. Right. Fuck. Uh-huh. Okay. And so, some of these conversations have occurred. We've reached out to people. Did a bunch of internet sleuthing. I believe Cone had a hand in this one. And we found that the earliest instance of it being posted in English was from a fan fiction from the late 90s, early 2000s by an author by the name of Red Priest 17. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Do not... Did you try to hunt down Red Priest 17? Yes. Oh boy, okay, okay. But fun fact, all of the old emails attached to that account are like, you know, redpree17 at yahoo.com. Do you think they've checked it in 20 years? Right. Uh, the answer uh, was no, they hadn't. I tried. 
So I sent I sent an email. I was like, I don't even know if this exists anymore, but right. hi, I'm doing this thing. No answer, no answer, no answer, right. no answer. I'm like, well, fuck. All right, well, what do I do? Well, I reach out to the to the person who is definitely in the credits at the end of this, who sent me the picture originally, and they sent me photos of the cover and inner credits of the English-published manhwa. Oh, dang. Okay. Which was clearly Torrance. Hi, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Torrance sent me photos of his copy, and let me see the credits. This publisher does not exist anymore. Fun fact. Okay. They went under in the late aughts, I believe. But I have managed to track down one or two of the editors. They still are in publications and still in the tech industry. But what about the translators here, right? So I mean, those are not the most uncommon names. Definitely harder to Uh do. But getting like the the higher end English staff from the production company is a little easier. But you know, if you don't pay for LinkedIn, you can't send messages to people you're not connected to. So I'm just kind of holding out hope that one of them accepts my friend request on LinkedIn, and then (laughs) I'll probably still not get much much further in my investigation. Okay, okay. But I tried. So in other words, this is kind of the end of the investigation here. Fuck no. Okay. (laughs) We got we got plenty to go. Jesus, okay, okay, all right. So a couple of weeks ago, I got a wild hair up my ass. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try again. And I dig, and I dig, and I look, and I look. I managed to track down Red Priest. What? How? Don't worry about it. I managed to track down Red Priest. <laughs> all right, we're now, talking now, about... <laughs> now, first and foremost, I am, I'm, cl- I'm clarifying this, because... Of the level of, you know, where fan fiction has been in the past few decades, uh-huh. um, one of the reasons they stopped being Red Priest was because people are assholes. Okay. So, they politely requested I do not share their current contact information or anything. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair, yeah. So, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but I managed to track them down. And I talked to them, I was like, were you Red Priest? And they're like... Yes. <laughs> like, who who wants to know? Yeah. <laughs> who wants to know? Very much. Yeah. Uh-huh, who wants to uh-huh, know? Uh-huh, yeah, and I was like, uh-huh. I want to talk about Leopold Gennitz. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh-huh. Let's talk. What's going on? <laughs> Where the fuck did you get this from? Like, is this you or did you get it from something? I got it from something. Oh, okay. Really? Okay. Oh, damn. How what? Manhua. <laughs> All right. All right. It was it was either KOF Zillion or it was like the 98 arc. Uh it was the one where like Rugal's going back in time and Vice is a werecat. Okay, before you talk about this, please tell me that Red Priest was so incredibly amused by this conversation. Dude, they are still like, like it's. There's more to the story. All right. Okay. Like, okay. 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 Story. Okay. 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 <laughs> but uh, long story short, eventually they asked me like, "What the hell is like your obsession with this? Like, why is this going on now?" And uh-huh. I'm like, "It's proliferated so fucking hard, and nobody knows where it came from. Uh-huh. And I fucking love Gennett, so it's kind of become my personal mission to try to sort this out." Okay. Okay. And yeah. So what the hell is this? This is. The KOF 98 manhwa, 
which the first pan the first page up there there's just four random pages that are more or less in order uh-huh. of Gannett's ripping out Rugal's eye and him reminiscing about it and them arguing about it and then yeah for some reason Vice can shapeshift into a fucking panther okay, so that's Vice right that's Vice who's this that's Shingo it is Shingo yeah, okay because reasons because because uh, Shingo also looks like he's like 29 in this picture right welcome so. to the manhwa art yeah okay <laughs> If she needs that, yeah, Dude, sure. Dude, if they ever add her and give her that as an alternate costume, that would be the deepest lore in the world. It's so obscure. <sighs> but like I said, you know, officially licensed. So this but... whole time, Rugal's panther was vice and mature. <laughs> this whole the time. The whole time. The whole Rodem, time. Rodem was actually vice. <laughs> yeah. But fun fact, this didn't pan out. I read through all of these fucking issues, looking for every single time Gennett's name is mentioned. And before his name, every time is... Basically, it's Gennett's of the wild wind or violent storm or something of okay, that effect. Okay, okay. Which, uh, I'm going to pronounce it badly, and you're going to give me a little bit of help because you're better about it. Yeah. Baofang. Fong. Fong. Like F-O-N-G. Like, as close to... It's closer to O. Fong. And of course, I mean, if you really want to try to pronounce it, you have to make sure you have the intonation. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll get to that. I don't know what bao means, but now I want to look it up. I, I just want to look up what that means. Go ahead and keep going. I'll okay. try to do it on my phone. And I reached out to other people who had better linguistic skills than I do and did more digging. And basically for him to be Leopold Genitz, this one at the bottom right is basically what it would have to be, which is like... Leo Paolo, some something to that effect, which literally just is going to phonetically be Leopold. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know fucking anything about Chinese. Let's be abundantly clear here. <laughs> but I have not seen any instance of this Leopold Gennett's in any of the translations. So in other words, this whole thing, oh, Bao Feng just means storm that's what it is bao feng is all it is okay it just means storm literally or, uh, like explosive like explosive weather oh sudden and violent or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. bao bao feng is just literally translates to storm yeah bao is violent so it's basically yeah. violent wind so, Look uh, at the screen, James. Yeah. No, but no. <laughs> what I'm just trying to explain to people, what I'm trying to explain to people right now is that although the words themselves translate into violent and wind, the way Chinese works, like for example, computer is now, which means electric brain. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but you don't translate it to electric brain. now just is just translated to computer. So there you go. So yeah, so there you go. Leopold, I swear to God, is just going to become a meme on the channel eventually. <laughs> just, just randomly walk in. Leopold. The hardest thing about it is, like, you didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Mm. So one of the characters there is named Leopold Fitz, and so that's, like, all I keep hearing in my head So anyways, right so this became Ugh. a pseudo-dead end. Right. Uh-huh. So I was like, hey, uh, Red Priest... Uh, so, so the entire manhua was available on the internet. In Chinese only. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that's even still valuable because it, 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 you now you know what the exact original original says, right? Yeah, so. trying to dig for any matches to these characters. Yeah, 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 So I was like, uh-huh, all right, uh-huh. Red Priest, if there was ever an 
English scanlation of it, uh-huh. it doesn't exist anymore. Do you have any idea if you have any backups or where you read it? And they were like, oh, actually, no, that's a good point. It was on fan site. There was one of the King of Fighters fan sites back then that was posting like translations and story synopses and Holy stuff. Holy shit. Um, and I started like, okay, Two. digging, digging, okay, digging. Okay, one, that's pretty fucking good memory on his part, dude. Shout outs to Red Priest. Dude, helping out. Like, this is 20 plus years ago, <laughs> and like stuff's clicking right, randomly, uh... like hitting your brain with the time machine kind of thing. And so I was like, it was like KOF fans or something. I don't know. Okay. So I started digging. And I was like, oh man, I remember this site. This is bringing back memories. And lo and behold, Flashy Flash got it. It's KOF online. Wow. Flashy Flash actually knows exactly what it is. Holy crap. Apparently, Red Priest got Leopold from somewhere on KOF Online. (laughs) Now, depending on when you visited this site, this version may look familiar, this version may look familiar, who knows. But this is me digging up stuff from the Internet Archive. Not everything is actually backed up. It doesn't exist anymore. Not everything is saved in snapshots. You are actually using the internet archive for this? Holy crap. Unavoidable. I mean, look at the dead Flash player. Yeah, okay, okay. And eventually, uh, they, they stopped supporting the site and then came back during KOF 12. To create a little WordPress page. Right, yeah, because they're like, oh my gosh, it's all rebooting now. You yeah, know, I mean, there's a whole article about, like, how I came back. You know, like, what am I doing? Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, back in the day, this this page actually had, like, if you look on the right there, uh, KOF Zillion translations and stuff, and it's a bunch of story synopses. Like, basically, it's posting the original pages and then just trying to write down everything that's occurring. Okay. But because not everything is in any of the the snapshots, it's not all there, not everything is fully visible. Right, of course. And so I spent like six hours trying to dig through all of those archives on the Internet Archive, and I still couldn't fucking find it. But I'm not going to bother the Red Priest anymore. They gave me all the information that they really can. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And I really appreciate uh, 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 everything uh, uh. that went into this. Right. So right now... I am at an impasse because I need to talk to Vincent Chua, with Chua, the one, Chua, the one yeah. who ran KOF Online. Their username is still SG Wave Surfer, but they haven't used their Twitter in approximately five years. And Reddit doesn't have a fucking DM system, right? Uh-huh. But uh, they're still playing games, mostly mobile games, including games by Netmarble, which is really funny. Like coming full <laughs> circle. Um. But they're still around in some capacity. Like, I mean, you're an adult, you have kids, you know, they can't dedicate as much time to fandom, I get that. But of course, of course. If you see this, please reach out to me because I feel like I'm this close to actually finding the bottom of this. Because, okay, by the way, SG is Singapore. Oh. And so I find it odd that an English speaker in Singapore would 
mistranslate something from Chinese. Right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh-huh. it seems like this is like at least the last bracket well, I can get to. I would imagine a lot of that stuff that's in there too would also be user contributed, right? So So apparently almost all of it was only done by two or three people. Him oh, really? his girlfriend at the time, uh-huh. who I don't know if that's who he married or not. And like maybe one other person. It was it was a very small site in terms of contributors. Jesus. But it was a lot of people sharing stuff in the forums, which the forums aren't backed up for shit. Right. Yeah. yeah I tried. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um. And even so, this still doesn't completely narrow down how the fuck it got into the English manhwa. Right. The chaos. Uh-huh. The, the uh-huh. SEC chaos one. Right. Right. But if we can figure out this. And if we figure out that this is what led to Fighter's Generation, and if Fighter's Generation then went to the Manghua, or if the fans were reading in the KOF communities and went to the Manghua, like, at least that would make a lot more sense. Because KOF Online is probably the last line of defense to where the name came from. I need to talk to Vincent. But this is where we're at. Okay. This, this is where we're at. Jesus. Okay. So literally, but, King of Fighters Online is pretty much where Red Priest got it from, yes. is what he said, right? That is what they said. Okay, so Red Priest got it from KOF Online. And KOF Online, you're assuming that whole translation section there where they that were... That one of them somehow managed to pop it in there in some capacity from one of the random manhwas. Jesus. Months of digging, handfuls of interviews, reaching out to... More I can't people. believe you even got this far with this info. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, this is really becoming your white whale because, like, seriously, this is way more information than I feel like you probably even bargained for at this point, right? You're probably just like, ah, it'll just be yeah. this fun little trip, yeah, you know? Some, but, you some know? one guy is going to know, but it turns into, like, this whole deep spiraling staircase of information. Jesus. And... Basically also just showing, though, how important the Internet Archive is. Right. Because even with how much has been lost, I still managed to get a bunch of, like, really cool old things and old history, things I had forgotten about. Right. I mean, just looking at, like, the cosplayer photos, the, like, two or three that are still backed up, you know, just, like, flashbacks. Dude, that site probably had a bunch of kitties cosplays on Probably, there. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm I sure at mad. least I'm sure at least at one of Kitty's old my cosplays yeah, eventually uh-huh, was on there. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. <sighs> God, and this is also a time capsule as well because at this old point WordPress. in time, at this point, this was the internet. Yeah. Everything was like, oh, we're gonna become blog WordPress. Every, I had a I mean, honestly, blog. just seeing the KOF 12 logo and treating KOF 12 as a new game yeah. is already, like, throwing me back well, in a time KOF war. KOF 12 was a big deal when it came out because it was like, we're finally getting new sprites. And, like, it was such a big deal when it came also, out. So I'm just going to read Cohen's post right here right okay. now. Sometimes fake news becomes real news. One, someone makes something up. Two, a sketchy air quotes news site yeah. picks it up. Mm-hmm. Three... A mainstream news site fails to check references and publishes that off of the sketchy site. Now, four, 12 other news sites quote it from three. Yeah. And now, five, there are dozens of reputable sources for the fake fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. happens a lot, especially, again, this is the whole point of this presentation, really. Right. Is uh, in the 90s, it was even worse because we had no way to verify. There's no internet back yeah, then. Or, yeah, I mean, uh, or it was, the internet was in its infancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, and so, you know, talking with Red Priest, they mentioned that, like, reading this, like, the, the first thing that they said was, oh, I mean, that's his canon first name. And I'm like, no. Because <laughs> the Monpois aren't canon, because they're fucking insane. Right, yeah, yeah, And they're yeah, like, uh-huh. all this makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> and so it turned into this this thing. And it, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how it happened, but this, like, really ignited, like, a journalistic spirit I didn't know I had. Yeah. And, and so here we are. So it's not done, but... Damn if I didn't put a dent in it. <laughs> I mean, the craziest thing about this, too, is just, like, I don't know, it's just, like, you feel like, I mean, there's, this happens in so much fandom out there, right? So much fandom, it gets obfuscated because people love stuff so much, right, that everybody wants to write stories for it. So, I mean, like, for example, I mean, this is totally kind of leaping off the topic, but just kind of getting into it. You know, we talked about the Star Wars books before. The, the le- mm-hmm. Now they're the legends, right? Because now they're not real or whatever like that. But because of the fandom that exists out there, there's like three authors who wrote how Boba Fett escaped from the Sarlacc pit, right? But because all the books were canon, they actually explained it that he made it out of the Sarlacc pit and then fell back in. <laughs> And then made it out of the Sarlacc pit and then fell back in and then made it out of the... So all three of them were, like, canon. Yeah. You know? And (laughs) this is the hardest part about fandom is everyone wants to write about these things and they'll do it their own way. You know? And so we just end up with this complete, absolute, like... uh, Twisted mess. Mess of everything. (laughs) So, like you said, like, it's so crazy to me that... You know, you brought up the Cammy White thing because it's just been that forever, right? And the fact that Capcom doesn't even just accept that as canon now is crazy. Yeah, and I mean, again, one of the one of the other cases in point of uh, after talking with some of the other people in the fandom, uh, especially I'm just going to say it out loud, Azzy, the Adelheid fan, mm-hmm. is probably the only person I know in the KOF fandom who is more obsessed with hardcore lore and having it right than I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we got to talk, and then she was like, yeah, like the whole thing about Vanessa's husband. Oh. The fact that everyone believes Vanessa's husband is dead, myself included, all spiraled out of course from one guy making an offhanded remark in a forum. It's like, oh, I guess this is what happened. And people just ran with it. Oh, and it became right. so proliferated. Um, and I'm going to let her tell that story because it's not my story to tell, really. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. this is a thing. Like, because, again, KOF is also so much more limited in the West that anybody says anything and it's remotely viable, it's going to be accepted into the population. Yeah, because also fandom is just going to be like, oh, I didn't know that. That's so cool. You know, and that's, that's I mean, it. Case in point, when I talked about Ramon's heterochromia. Uh-huh. That has never been canonically published in any capacity, apparently. What it came from was an interview with the author who was in charge of canon talked about it. But wait, I mean, you should be able to see that in-game, in headshots and stuff, right? But he has an eye patch. Of course. <laughs> Duh. You're right. Okay, okay, fair, fair. Yeah, he's always got the eye patch on, and so there's no way to observe it in-game. Right. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think they even bothered with it on the character model in 15, but I don't know. We should Believe check. it or not, I don't know. We should know. check, actually. Um, but yeah, it was apparently the author who was, like, the most respected author in KOF lore, especially during, like, the 2000s, uh-huh. actually talked about it, 
but was never apparently published. Mm. Apparently. This is a Twitter conversation that's happened in the past few months. Right. And so I took it as this weird, obscure canon thing that I knew. And it's in that fuzzy area where the person in charge of canon said it, but it was never published. So is it canon? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, now, now we're reaching that point where because someone says it's canon, but if it's never published, is it canon? Because it can be erased, and we've seen that happen even with stuff that has been published, now, like the Star Wars now, stuff. at least we do know for sure that there's nothing wrong with his eye. We got that far in KOF 15. There is nothing wrong with Ramon's eye. Oh, really? And so that's good. So he just has an eye patch for eye patch per just because it's cool looking? Uh, the running gag is that it's his power limiter, because otherwise he's too powerful. So he uses it as a handicap. That's his, like, showman piece. Dude, if, if, that's, on, if, if, if that's the running theory... The no, next it's not pa- a theory. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, he talks about it, like, once, I think, and then on Hell's win quote against him is, when are you going to take off that eye patch and fight me seriously? Are you serious? So, since he sucks in the game... The not next, anymore. Well, not anymore, <laughs> but, like, that's what they should have did when they buffed him, is they should have also taken off the eye patch, dude. That would have been That'd hilarious. Been fucking gold. That would have been hilarious, dude. Huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. and the flashy fascist. Let's start a rumor that Ramon has Rugal's eye. I so. mean, the the running the running gag that me and my buddies had was that Hydern took his eye for no reason, just to pay it forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! By the way, Flash, you asked me if I contacted the writer. Which writer? Are we talking Red Priest? Or are we talking Vincent? Because mm-hmm. there were there were someone else. Because there's a lot. To, there's, no. Anyways, the presentation isn't over though. <laughs> Believe right. it or not. Of course, of course, of course. Just yeah, this yeah, yeah. chapter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is uh-huh. where we are at in this chapter. So At least this is where we are at the end of hunting for where Leopold comes from. At the moment. Yes. Uh-huh. I have no way to reach out to Andy Sato. And the thing is, I can't even confirm that Andy Sato is the one who wrote the problem originally. Because there are like three or four different manhwa authors in that era. It may not be Andy. Right. But I was... Because like... That's why I pointed out the translators in that picture, right? Because yeah. obviously they're the ones who wrote Leopold in there. Yeah. But and so again, I can't find out until I, I I get to talk to even like the editor right. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I'm just waiting on LinkedIn. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I okay. literally honestly might just pay for LinkedIn for a month so that I can send them a message and be like, hey. Any chance you remember any of this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He'll probably have the red priest reaction too. Like, wait, what? what is happening here? Yeah. Um... <laughs> But this is where I've gotten. Okay. And I'm, I'm pretty proud of where I'm at, but I'm not finished. Okay. It, I, I will get to the point that a wiki will quote me and be like, we kind of know now that this is wrong and this is why. <laughs> <laughs> I will be a source. <laughs> right. Uh. Uh, but anyways, I promised you the five W's and an H, right? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, uh. when is Gennett's? Okay, okay. So KO 96, he's the boss. All right, cool. Right. 98, Umfi, banned. 2000. What, what do you mean by banned? He's playable, and he's tournament banned. So he has Flat always just banned. been playable in 98. Straight up. Umfi. Oh, Umfi, Umfi, Umfi. Okay, not, okay. Not vanilla 98. Because he, he is a corpse in 98. Remember, he's in the background of Rudolph's Yeah, stage. I know. I'm just trying to think right now, because, like, has he ever been playable in the arcade? Uh, maybe. Cause I okay, so okay, so wait. Let me get to the rest of this. You'll see. Okay, okay, so okay. ninety-eight don't feel banned. Cool. 
2000, he's a striker only. That's kind of neat. 2002, home PlayStation version. He's in it. And that's where I actually fell in love with him originally. Mm-hmm. Banned. Console exclusive. Mm-hmm. O2UM. Banned. So he, SVC <laughs> Chaos. He is fully playable. Okay. But so why? In, in, in Umfi <laughs> and UM, they just, just decided to let you play him, but they didn't balance him at all. I mean, most of the boss characters are fucked in those games. Okay. Just outright okay. fucked. Um, the O2 console version is mostly SVC. That is correct, yes. Because here's the, the reason why that confuses me is because I'm, when, like, I'm not familiar with Gennett's, right? And then when I started seeing it, I was like, wait, I definitely know this character. I've seen him before. And I distinctly remember... At the UCLA Arcade, someone trying using him and trying to do combos with him. Could have been SVC Chaos, or you had a hacked bootleg cart. Right, or my memory is just faulty because I'm an old man, and it was probably them trying to beat Genitz as a boss or something I mean, did like you have that. 96? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 for well, sure. there you go. Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah, bootleg O2s were hilarious. Because the thing is, I left the UCLA Arcade before O2 even happened. So, I remember, I graduated. I mean, it could have been, like, a hacked 98 then. Yeah. That could be. Something, but... But, um, but, yeah, I mean, if it was before O2, then it was before Chaos 2. Okay. So... I don't think we had any crazy hacked versions of any game, so I think it's just more my memory of seeing mm-hmm. someone fight him as a boss. Maybe. Okay, okay. And then, KOF 15, maybe? <laughs> He's, he he is, at least has a cameo in the Orochi team's ending. Okay, okay. In, like, the Awakened Orochi team ending. Okay, okay. Um, now... Is it confirmed that he was brought back to life? Oh, yeah. He's he's clearly alive. Oh, he is? Clearly he's... alive. Okay. Remember, okay. also, the okay. uh, Awakened Orochi team, their intro story is just Gennett on the phone with Yashiro. That's oh, the whole story. Oh, okay, okay. And so was, I mean, was that story of just, like, Gennett's being like, what the fuck, like, why am I back kind of thing, or? No, no, he's just casually like, yes, yes, yeah, you should do that, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just chilling. I think I've got some people watching me. That's fun. Like, he just doesn't give a shit. Because so he's fucking getting so, it. So is this one of the reasons why you're, you're, like, so, like, personally confident that he could come in as a Boss Rush character? Because they because brought him back to life and... Because he is one of the most teased characters that's not in the game. Mm. Like, by far. Okay, okay. Because a lot of the endings talk about him and stuff like a, that. A couple do, plus the story's introing to him. And more to a point, too, is that... Other characters that would have had a chance of being the boss rush character have not been teased in the slightest. Oh, right. Like, a lot of people are hoping for Chrysalid. Chrysalid isn't even discussed. Right. And Chrysalid is from... The the 98, or 99 final boss. 99, that's what I was about to say. He's from the Nest Saga, right? So, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's just fucking chilling. I love, I love the Awakened Orochi story. This is just, again, it's just chilling in a park. (laughs) So great. Um, I think he's got the best odds. I really yeah, do. Okay. Um, but again, I remember you, you've always been saying like, I feel like Gennett's coming. And I never understood why. Now I understand why. Yeah. And okay, I mean, cause okay. the only other option really is Adelheid. Right. And I don't think he's getting in this year. Right. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's other things too, that point to kind of further evidence in this, but Basically, the only reason it wouldn't be Gennett's outright is because they don't want to do Orochi Saga Boss Rush, Orochi Saga Boss Rush. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I really don't think they care. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we know it's not gonna be Psyche or anyone from the Ash Saga. Let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, because uh, they'd have to admit that fucking saga exists. I know, right? God. Uh, yeah, because. Uh, Again, I've talked about it before, but was I'm was he gonna... broken in SVC Chaos? Fuck no. Oh, okay, no. okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm just gonna bring back one of my favorite stories of all time. And I think I've talked about it before. Is um back when SVC Chaos uh was being played in the slightest, um some of the highest level players in the fighting game community in that side of the house were uh -huh. asked to make a tier list for SVC Chaos. Okay. And the first thing they did was laugh for five minutes straight. <laughs> they then proceeded to actually make a tier list. Okay. Because um, it's one of the most busted games. So broken. Like, right, literally, yeah, uh -huh. the tier list is literally, like, broken, 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 and finally gets to, like, Tessa. The best character in the game who isn't completely fucking broken. Right. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Because, I mean, it started off with, what, Geese? Because he had the stupid brain-dead infinite. Geese and Zero. Zero who had Both the other have one. childish yeah. infinites. Yeah. It was Tiger Knee DP, Tiger Knee DP, Tiger Knee DP. Yeah. And then and Geese, Geese was the... Fierce Roundhouse, Fierce Roundhouse, Fierce yeah. Roundhouse. And I think it had to be uh, it had to be a cross-up hit. Oh, I think it was about okay, like, It's okay, only stipulation. Okay, okay, okay. Because uh, SMK and turnaround infinites are always a thing. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, Violent Ken actually, I think, outclassed one of them. Like, he didn't have infinites, but he had touch of death anyway, so it didn't fucking matter. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and there were a couple other characters that were, like, way up there at, like, near the gear, geese tier just because it didn't matter that they didn't have an infinite. Right. Because mm -hmm. they just won neutral and everything else. Yeah, basically, Genitz is totally fair in that game because everyone is so broken that he's not even that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also just friendly reminder that, uh, that Genitz is still to this day regarded as one of the most PTSD inducing bosses in KOF. Right. He mm -hmm. is way up there because first off, he's a zoner and you never want a zoner boss. And you know what SNK <laughs> loves doing? <laughs> Having zoner bosses. Right. But just uh, in case they gave him a command grab super and infinite meter. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, good time. Uh, Oh, I love this guy. Uh, and there's one more. And so he's basically considered the hardest boss of KOF history, maybe? He's he's on the list. It very much starts depending on who you ask and how much you know how to cheese shit. Right. Because yeah. KOF 11's final boss is fucking bullshit. But if you can gimmick certain things, it's you, it's manageable. Right, right. Uh, also, KOF 11 is KOF 11. Right. Um, it's one of 2001 those... is horrific if you really aren't fully prepared right because it's just one of those things that i mean that's the nature of these arcade games right like these bosses can be bullshit but as soon as you learn the patterns then you can eventually yeah. win i'd right? say he's so. still i'd say he's still like top three okay yeah i think is is that ignis has a lot of critical flaws that are actually childish as fuck oh, okay um okay. yeah it's it's a matter of Again, it's is at least pretty consistently difficult. Like even if you know what you're doing, he's not free free. Right. Uh huh. Um, but if even if you abuse everything, like he's still probably gonna hit you. Right. Because um, I mean, there's some bosses that are just designed to you can't beat him unless you just get the happy RNG that he doesn't decide to kill you. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. Magaki is way up there. KOF 11's final boss. Um, because he's one of those bosses that like. He is actually horrifically broken. It's just not that the AI isn't good enough to always keep him broken. Mm -hmm. um, 
Another one that always amused me is Marvel's Capcom 1's final boss is technically unbeatable, but the AI will never do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, there's a lot of those. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've broke, like, just because of my programming nature, this is even before I was a programmer and stuff. <laughs> What's up? Magaki has a Winamp plug-in super. That is kind of what it looks like. It's one of the, like, the full-screen Orochi Magic bullshit supers, oh, yeah, but the yeah, graphics yeah. on it, it does look like something out of okay, Winamp. It's okay. phenomenal. Because uh, M. Bison in the original Street Fighter 2... Total bullshit. You know, his scissor kick was standing roundhouse. Yeah. It was just standing roundhouse. It wasn't... It didn't do any chip, right? The thing about it was it was a true combo. It was an infinite combo or an infinite block string by yep. itself. Yep, get fucked. Roundhouse, 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 roundhouse. So he yeah. can scissor kick, uh-huh. scissor kick, scissor kick. Yep, sounds right. Yeah. Um, so. And then another case is also 15's boss is fucking worthless. But that's the AI's fault. That character's actually fucking broken. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super uh, fucking uh, broken. Uh, like, uh, what is that? Like a five-frame full-screen wall bounce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I mean, then there's, like, Magneto in Children of the Atom. Yeah. Where literally he just turns himself invincible. Like, that's one of his moves. Get fucked. Yep. And you know what? If he, if, if he was used by a human, he would turn himself invincible, build a bunch of meter, turn himself invincible, yeah. build a bunch yeah. of... What do you do? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Otomo Raga would be really good if the AI was ready for it. And that's the thing, like, that's why you have, like, 98 Rugal and the PTSD from that. It's just because that's the best DP in the game, and the AI will use it. <laughs> <laughs> and read your inputs with yeah. it, too, right? So. Yeah, and that's, like, why the boss rush Rugal is fun. It's, he's going to input read and will DP. Right. But that's, like, all he has is he's super broken, but his AI only has that going for right. it. Right. It's yeah. kind of a shame. Ah, <sighs> But, of course, we have one more. <laughs> I was getting it. <laughs> Fine. Thanks for asking. Fair. <laughs> Gonna be a little cheeky. Alright, uh, so I do have one final slide before we're about to wrap it up. Okay. And this is going to be one of those if you like Gennets, like I like Gennets, what are other characters that kind of fit in his mold that you are probably also gonna be like, yeah, I do like them. Okay. Or if you like those characters, you come back to like, oh, if Gennett's is like these guys, I probably, I probably do like Gennett's. And this is this is not from a, like, this is how they play. Yeah, or not, not, a, not a moveless thing, not even an aesthetic thing necessarily, but one of them kind of is. It's more the personality, the development, right. who they if are. If you like this character, then you probably like Gennett's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, if you like Gennett's in the story sense... You probably think Jetta's fucking awesome. I know I do, and that he definitely has those things. Really powerful, a schemer, zealous. Uh. Like he's got like he checks all of those boxes. And if you're a big fucking weeb like myself, Poochie, the main villain from JoJo's Part Six, is very much in that same like bracket of crazy powerful, zealous, scheming. And fucking, he, he wins. <laughs> um, and then to a lesser degree, like these are the borderline ones, but you probably like Magneto. Right. Magneto's fucking awesome. And Light Yagami from Death Note is very much the powerful, scheming, zealous. And I just think these are very compelling characters. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even, like, I don't know if I would say I dislike Light Yagami. He's a fucking douche. He needed to be curb stomped. I mean, but he's compelling. Uh, the, dude, don't don't get me started on like Yagami, dude. Like, cause like 
I really like the Death Note cartoon. Mm-hmm. Of course, it falls apart towards the end, in my opinion, or whatever. Did you ever see the live action version, the live action I, movie that I, they produced in Japan? I saw two of them. Both of them, yeah. right? The first and the second yeah, one. Yeah, I haven't seen the third one. Oh, the third one, yeah, that doesn't one, matter, yeah, yeah, that one doesn't matter. No, but the adaptation of the yeah, anime, yeah, yeah. that ending is so much better. Yeah. And everybody thinks that, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, it's because the, the, the entirety of Death Note has one fatal flaw. And it's when something fatal happens to the best fucking character. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a whole fucking. You know, it's yeah, fucking, no it's spoilers, been, it's no been spoilers. Fifteen fucking yeah, years, whatever. Yeah, I know, right? Losing L is the worst thing that happens that whole franchise. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. just outright. I mean, again, like that that show fell apart because honestly, L needed to win for the for the show. I would have I would have settled for a tie. Oh, right, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, having, light have, can't win. Yeah, having having him lose immediately lost all tension because you stopped caring if, if light was going to win. Yeah, uh-huh, you stopped uh-huh. caring, and so the the like the follow up characters near and mellow. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah, and uh-huh. even if you did care, it wasn't the same tension because yeah. you didn't have those fucking thirty whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Good God, Seru. You know what? I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> Good God, save you. Good God. Um, And so, like, literally, the moment that happens, you could skip the entire rest of the series until the last episode just to watch Light die, and you're good. Whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, because honestly, as soon as that happened, because, like, you know, Jason told me all about it, right? He was the big fan. But then after we finished watching, he was like, the movie's actually kind of better. And then we watched the movie, and I was just like, why is this so much? Because also the way that he outsmarts... Uh, light is just it's so good. there's so much better choices yeah but yeah I mean because the thing is kiss. it's worth noting that uh, I think it was the, the the number was literally around half of the Death Note fans literally quit watching yep. when mm-hmm, 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 yeah mm-hmm. it was a huge fucking debacle yeah so making the imagine. movie better you know yeah anyways so this concludes the actual presentation which leads me to the final slide of special thanks <laughs> to basically everyone who was involved with this project and all the research, conversations, photos, extra digging. And if there's someone I forgot, I'm sorry, but like I was, I really tried to get everyone right, who right. I know like was any part of this. So thanks to Frank Yagami of Fighters Generation, the <laughs> author formerly known as Red Priest. <laughs> I still can't believe you got in contact with him and he remembered that much, dude. Like, that must have been... I just got to... Like, coming from his standpoint, like, someone just coming out of the fucking nowhere and just being like, hey, can we talk about Leobold Geddes? Would have been probably, like, the <laughs> like, biggest... Oh, dear God. Like, what like the- 20... Like, he's already, like, family, probably. Like, whatever. He's moved on in his life. Like, he's just like a... You know, he just sits there and, and fixes cars for a living now. And then yeah. someone's like, we need you back in the field, you know? <laughs> I've left that life long ago. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> um, so then, obviously, Azzy. I love Azzy. 
and all her great work and all the crazy lore stuff. What does she do? Uh, the 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 Adelheid fan that is the obsessed with oh, lore, perhaps more okay, than okay, I. Okay, 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 um, okay. Gotcha. We ended up talking about digging into some of this rumor mill stuff and right, figuring out. Right, right. Uh-huh. Uh, Meow Neko helped me out with some of the uh, Chinese transliteration because I'm terrible at it right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. have a bit uh, more experience. Uh, uh, uh. Torrance for like the screenshots and photos of the manhwas and stuff. Manhua, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. just generally cool, dude. Yeah. Um, investigation code, need I say more? Yeah, the Google Foo Master. <laughs> the Wayback Machine and Internet Archive for existing. Right. We love you. And various wikis around the world in multiple languages because, oh dear God. Like, dude, people in China don't know where it came from. Like, like nobody knows how this happened. Dude, you know Hearing what? these international discussions about, what about Leopold? That's not real. Dude, in every language. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> if this was a movie right now, we'd be like, thanks for watching this. And then you'd see the screen fade to black, and it comes back, and it's like 2037. And you see you walk up, right? And you're like, in China? Like, you see, like, all China? And, like, someone's like, you know, you walk up to someone like, do you know about this? And the guy speaks to you in Chinese, and then you start speaking back in perfect Chinese, you know? <laughs> That's how far this is going to have gone, I swear. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about even like, like Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's a name I've not right. heard in a long time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's going to turn out you've learned like seven languages just to figure out what's going on, dude. Oh, my God. Ugh, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah. Jesus. So months, months and weeks and months of digging but i just really wanted to also just give big thanks to everyone involved for helping me get this far oh my god dude we credit people in this house (laughs) that's absolutely insanity dude like the fact that you even got this far like i would have given up like at at step i mean oh i probably wouldn't have given up i just would have gotten distracted and that would have been the end of it basically so art is never finished it is simply abandoned yeah (laughs) basically yeah uh no what is apa the the academic format for all citations oh yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) no uh, I forgot, was LeBond the one that said he liked SVC Chaos, or was it Battle Coliseum? No, it was like, Neo Wave. Neo Wave, that's what it was. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, God, my... The yeah, cup. Yeah, The uh-huh. legendary cup. The legendary cup. This was from uh, Investigation Cone. He literally had a friend who made these things, and he made this for me. And I'll tell you right now... Oh, fuck. I dropped my lid. Oh, okay. Whatever. The lore behind this thing, honestly, like, now... Thanks to this, I drink way more water than I've ever drank before in my life, which is really, really good, honestly. So, <laughs> oh man. I mean, at least you're aware. <laughs> oh man. Well, there you go. There you go. No, I think he means ironically. I'm pretty sure it's both, actually. <laughs> it's it's certainly both. Oh man. So the funny, you know what you you should have you needed one more slide in the in the presentation that just says the end question mark like the end question mark fades in you know because we don't know we don't know actually can I can I I want to have like just one thing as it is with a splash image I need the control again oh yeah yeah that's right uh, where's the mouse there it is. I'm proud of some of these slides, by the way. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Everything is Gennett's fault. 
Yeah, I mean, again, he triggered everything. I mean, the crazy thing about it is, I mean, obviously the Orochi saga is such a big deal in 15, right? Because, like, that's kind of a driving force behind everything. And it's it's uh, kicking more things. Right, and and not only that, but the, 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 the verse saga... Is that what people are calling it right now? Like Shune Saga or Verse, whichever. The Verse Saga feels like an excuse to bring back everything Orochi, honestly. Among right? other things, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh-huh. that's the thing. is that it's, it's one of those that most of the characters that were like critical in Orochi Saga, etc., they, they died. Right, uh-huh. Like, but most of the other sagas don't have that much death. Right, uh, uh, probably because they were learning, like, oh, we shouldn't kill everybody, you know. Yeah, they learned the lesson that Punisher still hasn't, <laughs> <laughs> or Marvel in general. Actually, right, I still, yeah. I still actually haven't forgiven Black Panther one for killing two of Panther's biggest villains. Oh yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the funniest things though is that, uh, gosh, like on my Facebook, I don't know how it's probably because I'm such an MCU fanatic, right? But you know, Facebook caters there. Uh, what the, all their non-friends stuff on your wall to be what you're interested in. I get comic pages on my thing all the time. And I swear to God, every page, in this one, Batman dies. In this one, you know, Captain America dies. In this one, dude, so many characters have died so many millions of times in comics. And it's just like... <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things. Like, they either die and they come back, or... It's just a scary page to hook you, and then they're just hospitalized for a while. Right, right. Or they they wanted to kill them for the impact of them dying, but then later on they just come up with the lamest excuse possible to bring them back alive. Dude, right? they literally killed Superman just to try to drive up sales. Yeah, literally, uh-huh, not uh-huh. not emotional impact, not concerned. It was to drive up sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I mean, at the end of Civil War, Doombot Scroll or Life Model Decoy. Yeah, because uh-huh. Captain America dying was one of the big ones at the end of Civil War. That was supposed to be the big... And it was super cool at the time. Right, yeah. But then they were like, eh, let's bring Captain America back. Yeah, and then here he yeah. is. So. No. I mean, like, what is it? Like, it's so much to the point that, I mean, obviously, you know, spoilers of Multiverse of Madness or whatever like that, that uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen has already been like, I bring me back. Like, I want to be back in there. Like, there's not even, like, this thought process, like, oh, your character's dead, you're done with the MCU. It's more like, oh, bring me back, I want to come back. You know, even if you are dead, right? So, I mean, in all fairness, like, with the ending of that movie, I've not been convinced that she was dead anyway. exactly. There's no point. Uh, No, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, no, we love Shoryu game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. He he does he does mostly really good work, and I like a lot of his opinion pieces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, what are they? Is, is it? It's only Ben right now, Uncle Ben, who's the only one that's really stayed dead, except for one like what if kind of thing. He came back or something, right? So I think there was also um, one of the other employees of Daily Bugle. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So basically Spider-Man's the only one who's allowed to have people stay dead. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Batman's parents, although they came back in Flashpoint, but that doesn't count. So. Yeah, I mean, that's also DC. Like, right, yeah. you got to take carry both of those differently. Right. Um, Regardless of their joint copyright bullshit. <laughs> Wait, do they have a... What, what's the joint copyright thing? Marvel and DC own... I don't know if they're still together, but I know for like 50-some-odd years, uh-huh. they had a joint copyright on the term superheroes. Oh. They owned the rights to the word superhero. Weird. So, 
in Image Comics, you would get the term superpowered being. That's why you get. That's why you get like in the boys they call them soups. And um, what was it? It was um, the other one about superheroes in Image that was like crime drama by Bendis. Um, they just called them capes. Okay, and stuff like gotcha, that. Gotcha. Yeah, so okay. Image had to come up with a bunch of new words for superhero and superpowered Dang. character because Marvel and DC had a joint copyright on the word superhero. Yeah, this is why David hates copyrights and stuff like that, right? I mean, the fact that you can't write, like, no restaurant can write, come watch the Super Bowl at our restaurant. It always has to be come watch the big game. I can't believe it's only 15. <laughs> Jean Grey. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, um, so that was a whole thing, and I think it might still be true, but yeah, it's it's on the list of things I wouldn't mind talking about at length sometime, but I need to verify if it's still true or if someone actually overturned it finally, but okay. it was the thing for the longest time. You had to be really careful about it, right. and I think like some of the writing in The Boys is there deliberately to make fun of it. Right, okay, okay. Like they have an argument over whether they can call them super villains or not. Oh. In the show. And I was like... That's funny. Okay, okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, that... I mean, Droid is 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 one that's, you know, copyrighted by... Uh, Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, so the phones got fucked for it. Oh, Droid that's right. phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that's why they're called Android phones now, right? No, so. Droid was its own specific brand on top oh, of it. Oh, that's right. That was the one with the little orange guy, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then like yeah, the little like yeah, red yeah. eye laser, like I can't let yeah, you do that. Yeah, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And yeah, after the first year or so, they had to start saying the word Droid is copyright Lucasfilm, blah, blah, right, blah. I was yeah, like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. There's so much of that out there, you know? I mean... <sighs> Yeah, actually, Psylocke stayed dead among the longest of all X-Men. Now, let's not even get started on what, you know, you had to do with Yomi Hustle, that game that was on Steam, right? So, uh, it's called, like, Your Only Move is Hustle now. That's the new name of it, because... Because someone we know... Serlin, yeah. yeah uh, David Serloin. Yeah, was like, you can't use the word Yomi in the title of your game. Okay, so. now, in all fairness, don't forget that um, Candy Crush Company King... Mm-hmm. Tried to sue every single game in the world that had the word saga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, because uh-huh. they had Candy Crush Saga and they thought they had a monopoly on the word saga. Yeah. They tried to sue almost every game that had the word saga. Yeah, it's so stupid how this kind of stuff is hap- happening. Well, Yomi Hustle, your only move is Hustle. To be fair, was I think they worked with the Serlin group to come up with that name or something like that. So just as long as it wasn't called oh, yeah. Yomi. That's right, Edge also. I forgot about that guy. There was a guy who had a copyright for the word Edge. Yeah, for so to some capacities we tried to sue games that use the word Edge or something. Right. Yeah. I mean that's There's what, a few of them. I They're mean it's like interesting because like someone actually talked to me about that before because, you know, Michael Buffer, you know, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Oh, okay. That guy, yeah, yeah. right? Like, that's copyrighted to him now. That sentence is copyrighted to him. Nobody can say, let's get ready to rumble in a, like, sports kind of kind of capacity. Someone actually was talking to him time. They're like, you should, ca- you should do that to some of your catchphrases for the context of fighting games and stuff like that. And I was like, no. <laughs> I just, I don't care. I mean, I take it back. I think you maybe should consider it just to make sure it stays public domain. Basically, oh, to yeah, make sure yeah, that no one else can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. The, like She-Hulk perfume. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm going to let you have that one. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you know, is it going to kill, right? Like, is, is yeah. like... Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly, so... Yeah, um, and there's a couple. Um, also, as a worse one, um, the SCP Foundation. They're the, uh, the like, basically the biggest site on the internet for creepypasta. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. a whole, like, canon of, like, creepypasta stuff. It's fucking great. Oh, God. Some fucking asshole in Russia try- bought up all the copyright and licensing for SCP in Russia... And then started basically trying to sue everyone else for having it on the oh, on the internet geez. because he got like a local copyright on right. it. So he became the Russian owner of SCP, mm. and so he tried to take down the rest of the world on it. It's absolute garbage. I wonder if I can copyright "suck my nuts, assholes." Like I wonder. If I don't that's know, but like... I don't know about "suck my nuts, assholes," but definitely right. like, is, is it, it gonna, gonna kill? kill? Yeah, as like uh, as like a thing, you could be. Yeah, for um, sure. I don't but know. I mean, like, and I love the metal plate is is a group thing because of course you know suck my nuts. I mean, I'm not suck my nuts assholes. The is it gonna kill thing? That's why at Evo they called it will it kill, and then that's why that's what Sajam took it over, and now Sage now everyone thinks it's will it kill, and I've never said that before, yeah. <laughs> except for no, I've always said like is this gonna kill? Like that's how I've always said it. So. Yeah, Michael Buffer, I think is his name. Let's yeah. get ready to rumble. Which yeah. makes you wonder if the Dreamcast boxing game Ready to Rumble actually licensed any of that or if it's legally safe. <gasps> oh, yeah, it's because they just didn't put Let's Get Ready or Let's Get. And it was Ready to Rumble. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder. Yeah, Yeah, because a- that's the thing. Like The legally safe windows on those are hilarious. Yeah. They're uh, so good. Uh, uh, I mean, because like... I forgot who I think. Gigo is a whole other thing. I was talking to David about this, I think it was, or somebody, because when. Again, it's your copyright, Coco Desca. (laughs) (laughs) When, when, When the Wii came out and they came out with the Amiibos, right? Like, someone was like, like, why would you not have called them Amiibo, Amigos? Amigos, because they're like your little Mm. friends that you take everywhere. And I think it was David or someone who mentioned it was just, it's easier to copyright Amiibo and just, le- you know. It's and just, not have to worry about it rather yeah, than do the research uh-huh, on how yeah, many figures around uh-huh. the world are called Amigos. Right, and stuff like that. So I was like, eh, that's kind of mm-hmm. a good point, you know. <laughs> Futurama. You call them Poplars? Because there's only two oh. things not copyrighted. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what the other one was. I just remember it was like awful. Right. I mean, that was like the whole shinning with the the, with the, the, the tree house. You want to get sued, boy? Yeah. You mean the shining? <laughs> Quiet, boy. You want us to get sued? <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. Yeah. Or like people talking about playing like Disney music and anime themes at protests so that like assholes, any, anyone who posts footage of it will get DMCA'd. Dude, the best was when the t-shirts spots were spamming yes. everything and they were like, "I this should be on a t-shirt. So they would find the image and put it on a t-shirt all automatically and sell it with a link reaction. So people started doing that with all the, Disney yeah, properties. So good. And now all the bots are gone. <laughs> Apparently we need to see this image. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, that's funny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen this yeah. picture before. I've seen this yeah. picture before. I've seen Talking this about the before. legally safe gaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> You'd think it's butter. You'd butter believe it. Oh, God, I wish it were butter. Oh, that means it's terrible. I wish it were butter. <laughs> what? Wow. Oh, damn. I can't even see it. Totally, I totally thought <laughs> that's butter. That's butter. 
Tastes like butter. Could it be butter? Butter, it's not. <laughs> Unbelievable, this is not butter. And what not butter? I think the the bottom right two are uh, ones in like... Like Eastern Europe yeah, or Asia or something, because uh-huh, I've uh-huh. seen them. Because like they're just the grammar is I mean, so this bad. One, this one has Asian characters on oh, it. Oh, even so, better, yeah. yeah. So that's what it is right there. So, yeah, just because one company came out there and really took the butter world by storm by calling themselves, I can't believe it's not butter, and got Fabio in their commercials. Oh, then Fabio. it was the then it was the end, right? So. Fabio in that, and you also know Fabio's video games history, right? So. No, but I need to I need to check one thing because I was trying to remember something. Do you did you ever play the video game Iron Sword on the NES? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll yes, see. that's what I thought. It it was a goose that died on Fabio's face. What? What are you talking about? Fabio was on a roller coaster and they ran over a goose, oh, but geez. the goose was flying through. And so it died on his face. Oh, no. Like, sliced open his nose. But, yeah, it was geese. I remember the cover. Yeah. Oh, man. That's Fabio, dude. That's yeah. Fabio for Iron Sword. So there you oh, go. it was Wizards and Warriors 2. Okay. Yes, it's Wizards yeah. and Warriors 2, yes. Well, I mean, you remember where he got his real fame from originally. Oh, God, I can't remember. What was it? He was a model like this for trashy romance novels. Oh, right. <laughs> oh yeah, Bush Gardens. Thank you. Yeah, but it was a goose. I was trying to remember if it was a goose or a duck, but it, huh, it was geese. It was a goose. <laughs> so in other words, Come that should on. be co- we. That's the canon we need to spread. The fake canon is that it was Fabio actually, killed geese. Yeah, no, it was geese. Howard is what injured Fabio's face. <laughs> oh man, mountain <laughs> explosion. Dude, I have seen so many doctor this drink, doctor that drink. Yeah, doctors and mountains are the ones that have like the most hilarious, like yeah. legally safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially like if you own a Walmart, dude. Like nineties and two thousands Walmart had their own brand. Yeah, no, that's everything. where that's where. Yeah, uh huh. Yes, for sure. That that was like President Cola or something. Oh God. Cole, well, I mean, tell was, me, was tell all, me. It was all Sam stuff. Yeah, but no, I don't remember no. what the mountain one was. Because we were obsessed else. with them when we were in high school. So because uh, that shit's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we were not obsessed with them necessarily drinking them, oh. but just making fun of them. Uh, there was yeah, Doctor Thunder. That's yeah. right. It was Thunder. No, but there was like President Cola. There was one brand I think called President Cola that Cone kept buying all the time, I, or something like that. I I can't remember now. So he'll he'll have to verify here. Like like Red Thirst is gonna not Red Thirst. Uh, Red That's a priest. stage and vampire. Yeah, Red Priest. <laughs> Sorry. Red, yeah, Red Thirst is a stage and vampire yes. savior. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can see how I got him confused. You can see how I got him confused, hopefully. Oh, man. President. Yeah, oh, was, was that the Sam's Club drink? Okay, okay. Red Thirst 17. Oh, fuck yeah. Dr. Leopold. <laughs> that soda will not have actually ever existed. Oh, man. Hey, but at least we've gotten that sea salt flavor to officially be like Terry's armpit now, thanks to Torrance. So. Not just Torrance. There's been multiple pictures. Are you serious? Yeah, now? Now the, I think the first night was another picture, too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. It, was it was it Nyato or was it just Torrance twice? I can't remember. Yeah. But there's definitely uh-huh. more than one picture of Terry's armpit. <laughs> 
That is some FGC lore that I am always going to be proud of having helped manifest into reality. <laughs> A cherry's armpit flavor, President's Choice. Holy <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Damn, you even hid the evidence. Of the canes that are still here, that's not one of them. <laughs> I, I didn't... You, that wasn't one of the ones that you guys gave me to hold on to, so, you know. And I'm okay with that. I am okay. Dude, my favorite is still getting Twitter DMs of people trying it for the first time, and they're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, no one can escape Terry's armpit, dude. Uh, it was someone I was talking to. They uh, they they went to the store and the only flavor they had was Terry. And they're like, you There's know what? Reason why? Fuck it. Right. Uh-huh. We're about to do this. I'm like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we have probably sold more Terry's armpit sodas based off of calling it Terry's armpit and causing people to want to be so dead curious about it, you know? So I'm not going to lie. I was actually kind of mad that I forgot to pack one of the Orochi ones for, for the for the presentation oh, today. I think it would have yeah, been yeah, fitting yeah, about yeah. just sitting okay, here drinking okay, the Orochi okay. flavor. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah, again, it's, it's just really like my favorite villain from yeah, KOF. Yeah. He's just, he's an excellent villain and he's fucking rad. And I really want him to appear in 15 so we can have an officially playable appearance. Right. And hopefully... That's not chaos. And and hopefully not have him be broken, right? So, you know... And, dude, honestly, I don't care as long as he's tournament legal. Like, he can be worse than Rugal, and that's fine. He can right. be Cronin tier, and that's fine. Right. Just don't ban him. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to have a little bit of fun with him. And honestly, like, he's... My guess is that, okay, if he's in 15, my guess is what's going to happen is that all his projectiles are going to work kind of like weird normals, where if I'm wrong and I throw it out, I'm just going to linger there and hold the tornado out, and I can be punished. But if it hits you, then I, the fireball's gone, and then again, it's recovered. Dude, okay. Erroneous error. Sorry, I just... My brain yeah. just started going. So, error wrote Terry's armpit at Evo. If we do another synchronized booth, we just need to have a bunch of those sodas in a cooler and just record everybody tasting... The sea salt. So Dude, that would be that time. would be such a great and just montage. TikTok, and just TikTok them all. <laughs> I oh think I think that's gonna have to be something to do. If we can track so. down that many Terry's armpits. Yeah, cans. if you can get that many Terry's armpits, can pour no, but I mean you could pour them into little cups, right? So uh, that way, does it make everyone take shots? Yeah, so they don't have <laughs> to do it. That call it the pit stop. And and you know what? You the, made James take the fucking breath. <laughs> Holy crap! And and basically like like give they have a give out like you get this if you get the taste of Terry's armpit and we get to film your reaction. <laughs> the pit stop. Oh my god, dude. So there's one thing that I think would be a really fun idea for some fighting game event to do mm. is to steal something from an anime convention. Uh, I think it's Anime Los Angeles. They somehow managed to start a tradition, uh, or actually they may not have started it, but they keep, they're the ones keep doing it. Um, so you have your con badge Mm -hmm. and then people get the little custom like ribbons with graphics printed on it and you can like stick them onto your badge and you just have this fucking giant badge Mm -hmm. with all these ribbons dangling from it. I think for like a fighting game event, having those dumbass ribbons would actually be kind of hilarious <laughs> because it'd have all sorts of shitty fighting game memes right, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we literally would have to have a ribbon of "I love the metal hat" or the metal plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the metal plate. 
and it just needs to look like the metal plate. Yeah. It just needs to be silver with, like, little fake bolts on them and stuff. But, yeah, like, I still have my, uh, my, my, my ribbon from, uh, Tadao, is it Totematsu? Mr. Shakehands Man? Mm. I, I'm gonna be such an asshole if I can't remember his last name. It's Tadao, it's Tadao Mas, it's, I can't remember if it's a Mas or a Totematsu or something. Fucking, come on Facebook, where are you? I know I have you in here somewhere. Yeah, Tomomatsu. There we go. Tada Tomomatsu. Um, if you remember, like, before we got the, um, like, Ninja Warrior Extreme Challenge stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had first the, uh, was it, it was Bonsai. Yeah, it was, the show was called Bonsai, and it was a variety show that was parodying Japanese variety shows. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so the guy who, so one of them was Mr. Shake Hands Man. Okay. And what he would do is go to red carpet uh, events, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he would have the camera rolling, and he'd introduce himself, and he'd shake hands with the celebrity. Oh, right, and he'd yeah, like, yeah. Hi, uh-huh. And then he would not let go yeah, and just keep talking uh-huh, and shake hands, uh-huh. and they'd run a timer for right, how long right. he could stay uh-huh. there engaged. <laughs> and it was the funniest fucking thing oh god and Tadao is like the nicest fucking dude and right. so one of the uh-huh. anime conventions he brought fucking mr shake hands man ribbons oh and you got one of those nice okay okay nah Tadao's great oh no we got mr shake hand yeah okay there you go <laughs> yeah no bonsai was hilarious oh man but yeah, no, he's great, and yeah, just like the the, the con ribbons, I think it would be funny because you know someone would have to have like a moment thirty seven ribbon, and yeah, shit like that. of course, of course, yeah. Uh, what are you standing up for? Ribbon would be fun. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> there would be so many good uh, quotes for it. Oh yeah, no, stuff, ab- so. absolutely. Like it's it's a two thousand one parody of Japanese television. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's pretty rough. I still but... remember even in two thousand one. I think that was one of the reasons why, like, I probably didn't watch it. You know, like. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah. no, talking with him is extra funny, though, because he's like, you know, if you're trying to get a job in an acting, you know, just tell them that, uh, you know the Asian guy from Heroes. Because he was in Heroes for, like, five minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, like, speaking of that kind of thing, shout-outs to James Hong. Did you see that SAG speech, dude? Oh. I haven't watched it all yet. I, oh. I, I just think, like, the little, like, everyone's posting and I was like, I need to. Yeah, dude. Oh, James Hong. He was, he's 94 years old and you watch that speech and you're like, holy shit, like, I hope I'm like this when I'm 94, dude. Seriously, so. I mean, one of us has to say it. <laughs> I'm that, I'm pretty close. <laughs> Not where I was going with that. Uh, oh, it all began in 94? Is that what we're going with? Don't worry about it. <laughs> but now, now I need to... Uh, okay. Um, I guess I'm... Okay. <clears throat> yeah, hey. no, honestly, for 94, he's still looking, like, phenomenal. Yeah. Or you're talking about the Asian don't raisin thing. Thank you! Okay, Jesus okay, Christ! Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But I'm not even talking about the way he looks. It was his energy, too. Yeah. So, you know. It same difference. Okay. Really? I suppose so. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Oh, yeah. No, Pluto TV is amazing. 
Dude, like I said, dude, I'm fucking so Pluto TV sponsor us. Dude, I have Pluto <laughs> TV running like freaking Iron Chef like twenty four seven in my room. Dude, like, so we were watching Iron Chef on Pluto TV yeah, the other day, hoping uh, that the asshole would come up so I could actually see that moment. You talking about the Kondagawa guy or who, who? No, the the reason we all hate Bobby Flay. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping for that. But yeah, Pluto TV is the reason I've seen any more than two episodes of One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> they have a literal One Piece channel, twenty four seven. Yeah, One Piece. Uh, they said that they they are they just announced that they're starting a Sailor Moon channel. Fuck yes. Yeah, and then they're gonna show nothing but Sailor Moon on it. 24/7. Oh my god. My problem is rest like, in peace. It, One Piece if, channel. If you've never seen Sailor Moon before, can you actually watch it and have it be in order? That's the question. I don't know if they're gonna keep showing it in order repeatedly. Well, there's you know? multiple Sailor Moon series as well. Right, and so. I think they have like three of them or something like that. So, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no. Um, That'd be really cool. Cone actually uses Iron Chef to keep time because when they start tasting, it's 40 minutes. Yeah, a lot of times when I walk into my room and I hear, like, which Iron Chef do you want to challenge? I'm like, oh, it's top of the hour. <laughs> You're actually right. I never realized how much I've used that now to figure out what time it is in the day. Holy crap, that's kind of creepy. Goodness. Uh, oh, let's see. Um... If anyone's going to Evo Japan, bring me back a poster. I want one of those SNK posters yeah, so bad. Same, same, same. Because like that, I love the fucking wallpaper that they gave out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh -huh, I still, uh -huh. I still want better resolution than what they gave us. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, that poster is. Yeah. I mean, I would ask for one, but I would rather you receive one before me. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. If you give me one, I, will, I promise you it will be going to Mike <laughs> before I keep it myself. And I will frame that something. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. mm. I, I mean, I wish, but I'm just I'm not making it to Evo Japan. Right. Yeah. But still planning on going to Japan, just not for Evo. Right. Of course, of course. Um. Yeah, I really wanted to cosplay Gennett's at Evo Japan. That I thought that would have yeah, been a lot of fun. That would have been cool. That would have been amazing, actually. By the way, something I actually only realized recently, that if we're going, like, strict adherence, uh -huh. I am still not tall enough for to be Gennett's. How tall is Gennett's? Apparently he's 6'4". Oh, dang. He's okay. a lot of guys. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> it's, like, never really conveyed that right, much in game. Right. But, yeah, no, he's apparently a big fella. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good for him. But yeah, <laughs> he could play ball, dude. Are you kidding me? He'd be overpowered because he just throw tornadoes and get better lift. <laughs> I don't think he would be allowed to use his powers if he played basketball. But you want to tell him? Yeah, I know <laughs> that, and I don't know how you could stop him anyway. Yeah, yeah so, you want to yeah. tell him? Yeah, honestly. I mean, he might consider it just based on the fact that like. That game ain't hurting nobody. <laughs> Dude, you, like, you can't damage the earth by right. like jumping and putting things in a hoop. Like, I mean, dude, like uh, at Capcom Cup, I got to meet Zelina Vega, aka Thea Trinidad, who is the yeah. other color commentator, right? And I mean, I've seen pictures of her on the internet and stuff like that before, but I mean, in person, wow, she is a tiny, tiny human being. That happened. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Also, case in point, depending on which uh, things you're reading, uh, Gennett's wind powers are enough that he can fly. 
Or at least hover, so... He's an airbender? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> He's literally an airbender, Dude, holy like, crap. One of, the, one of the manga, like, comics that, like, uh. does, like, some of his backstory, he is, like, hovering around a battleship and just stealing oxygen from people's lungs, like, just oh, killing geez. them. Oh, He's God. ape shit. Yeah, I mean, God, when, when, how long ago was that? The, the comic? Or yeah, the comic. That comic is from, I think, 1997? Okay, so that was and definitely... And the story is from 1984 or so. Okay. The, the story itself. Okay, because that's from... That's before... Because they did that in Korra, Legend of Korra, they, killing yeah. someone by pulling their you know yeah. uh, air out of their lungs and stuff so yeah but yeah no he's just walking he's just walking and floating around just ripping everyone the fuck up <laughs> Jesus. but yeah um it was Cora erroneous it was Cora but yeah no I think the comic is from like 97 or 98 and it takes place in like 84 okay okay because it's gotcha. the it's the same comic where he apparently like lets Rugal have the power and gives him mature advice oh uh, okay yeah okay. it's a really like neat comic it's also fucking hard to find right I definitely was doing a lot of research. <laughs> Shout outs to you once again for doing all that research, dude. I still can't believe you got that far. Sometimes dude. obsession hits different. That's yeah, all I'm going to say. I'll say. Like I said, this is definitely your white whale, dude. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if you they had that montage where you ended up in Carmartage and you're like trying to find uh, find that information. So Yeah. But I mean, again, if, if somebody knows how to reach out to Vincent let him ping me that would be great um vincent if you're watching hit me up um <laughs> at olaf redland uh on twitter. i mean just check your twitter because you know you haven't used it in like five years but i'm still following you <laughs> oh man well obviously we're gonna close out on a yeah get it song right for sure right um i think now the thing is i really do like the 98 like oomphy version i like the 2002 version but i think we should do this legit and just do the 96 version just the flat 96 ost what's an ast arranged oh the arranged version. okay okay but you want to just do the ost i mean i can live with the ast yeah yeah you know what i'll, I'll for the fans for the fans, we can just do the 96 AST. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. 96 AST Trash Head. Trash Head. Did we do the 96 OST last time, really? Is that what someone's saying? Yeah. Like, oh, so, like, this would be the A. I don't even remember oh, exactly okay. what this one sounds like offhand. Trash Head KOF 96? Yeah, and then you want the AST or range. Well, I just want to see, because I want to see if they had the red line under it or not. So. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Okay, so we're so good. We'll just do this one then? Yeah, I guess. Okay. It's going to start with an advertisement, of course. As always. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, but thanks for watching, everybody. I hope you enjoyed all my uh, obsessive research, and uh, <laughs> hopefully I'll have another update before the next year. Oh God! Uh, but uh, also, actually, real quick, I think it's worth noting that this concludes our two-year anniversary celebration. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's fair. let's be that's honest. Fair. Mark, Mark was the highlight. <laughs> let's be honest. That was oh, so cool. Uh, so it was kind of. I mean, I know it was very surreal for. For Kitty, right? I mean, I mean, me too. And yeah, I was the okay. one setting it up. I was like, oh shit, he said yes? Yes! <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty then. So, again, uh, I know... Uh, I, 
who knows what to expect this coming year for KOF and stuff. And I mean, for, we've got a lot of characters we know. Right, rollback, Sam show, you know. We got the crossplay coming to KOF. Yeah, hopefully the improved matchmaking code, please, please. Give me a way to play this game, dude. Oh, I man. Mean, I still want to play more of it in general. Right. I, I really, like, I don't think I've played against a human in, like, six months. Dang, really? Not, not even, not even like, some of the people that you were trying to help learn or anything like that, huh? Dude, Kitty's Internet's shit. Oh, right. Remember? Like, we did try to do the, uh, the that online content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, it was unplayable. Yeah, and it's because you haven't been here for five fucking months yeah, now. Which so. is its own fucking can of worms. Uh, all right. Um, okay. Oh, actually, I forgot. I did want to make one more joke because I forgot to slip it into the presentation. Okay. But, um... If you if you think certain things in the manhwa have happened or some of the things that are you know the non-canon but they're official whatever, uh-huh. then uh, anytime you say that, that means that you're admitting that John Cena is canon to KOF, <laughs> officially authorized. Which of course then means that KOF and Scooby Doo live in the same universe as well. Flawless. <laughs> So, dude. in KOF 15, dude, I mean... fucking, you let Norval fucking hang out in KOF, I'm, do- I'm down uh, for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Anyways, there's too many ways to go with this this train of thought, so we will... We should just close out on yeah, fucking John Cena's uh, theme. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I mean, I still... One of my greatest streaming moments was... I think I've told you, when I was playing Mega Man 2 on one of the things, like on one of those uh, throwback things... And I was talking, because you know how at the very end, you go into that little underground cavern where the little red drops are coming out, and you go in the door, and I was like, so I was like, for those of you who didn't play, it actually turns out that Dr. Wily is, and when I went through the gate, I immediately switched to a John Cena video, and I started playing the John Cena video. Uh, Also, for the question that just popped up in chat, are Terry and Andy Geese Howard's bastard sons? Probably not. It has not been confirmed, but it is a running theory that at least Andy is Geese's biological son because Terry and Andy are both adopted. Is there was actually a, a thing about there, there's, that? There's a running theory that Andy is Geese's biological son. Right, I know they were both orphans and stuff like that, but I had no idea there was that potential that Andy could be related to Geese. I mean, they honestly look pretty aesthetically similar, and also Andy's the one with kind of more the, the bad temper. He's a little more hot-blooded of the two. So, there is a large running theory that Andy might be Geese's son. Probably not Terry, but the theory is that Andy, <laughs> but nothing has ever been confirmed. Well, Deadly Rave Neo is taking credit for starting that rumor, and that's how it all goes anyway, so... I mean, if you want to claim credit for that rumor, but you definitely are not the first. <laughs> that is loud. Sorry, guys. Next time.